Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with our match reaction series after Arsenal's 4-0 win against Bournemouth. I'm delighted to be joined by Charlie for this one. Charlie, where do we start? Where do we start? It's actually a very, very nice Saturday. We'll, we'll dissect the result, we'll dissect the performance, we'll dissect what it potentially means for the title race, what with Manchester City losing to Wolves, Manchester United losing, um, obviously behind the title race. So it's always good to laugh at Man United. So I have to put that in there. But yeah, how are you feeling? Um, I'm absolutely buzzing, mate. Um, I think today was almost like it, it was the epitome of a like a uh, almost like a, a react of a reaction, a, a proper reaction from Arsenal. That that was the epitome of today. I think the the way that we the way that we played entirely throughout the game after a somewhat disappointing result uh, against Spurs last week. I think it's just fantastic the way that we've been able to play today after last week, and I think it's also really good to see that. We're obviously dominating a game, which we do so often, and it's fantastic to see that. But also to batter a team, we're like yes, we might have three nil, we might have two nil, and we will dominate that whole game. We will, we'll kind of like breeze through it. But the fact that we are able to continue scoring and scoring and scoring, and even we could have even scored more if it uh, if Neto hadn't made a good, a good couple of saves and actually well probably been Bournemouth's only good player today really that's what it seems like if it wasn't for him it could have been seven maybe more you never know so but I think it's really good to see that Arsenal are they're not holding back they're relentless and that's part of what we've seen before uh what, what we haven't seen before sorry when uh, I'm, I'm gonna go back to it like the likes of West Ham um when we were two nil up but it seemed like it, it was it was easy for us obviously that was two, in 10 minutes or something that we scored the two and we had chances to continue to to push at them to to go even further ahead and it, that was the same in other games as well and and we didn't do it we haven't done that before and now don't get me wrong, we have done it before. I'm not saying that we haven't completely ever done it. But what I'm trying to say is it's good to see that we're not kind of holding back. I mean, it was a, a very easy first half. It was 2-0 in the first half, wasn't it? And then um, and then I was thinking, oh, we're probably going to sit back a little bit. Maybe we'll get a third and then that'll be it. We won't really do much more. And, they, and Arsenal surprised me. We continue to keep on going. We continue to to really uh, hit some balls at the at, at Bournemouth's goal constantly, it seemed like. Shots on target, there was a lot of saves. smith Rowe almost got a couple of goals. That would have been fantastic to see. Uh, I mean, where to end, really? They're, they're, they're so, there's so many different kind of chances that Arsenal had that unfortunately we didn't get to put away, but we obviously managed to put four in the back of the net. I think it's fantastic that we've been able to, to do this after, as I say, what is a what was somewhat disappointing last week against Spurs in the North London derby. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I want to take um, and discuss the negatives first. There's not many negatives uh, with this performance, to be fair, but the only negative that I can think of was Mikrateta, sorry, not deciding to substitute Bakaya Saka um, when we went 3-0 up. Um, obviously, he's picked up a knock. We're hoping it's not too serious. 
Bakaya Saka, one good thing about him, he's very resilient, he's very strong, mentally, he, he's solid. So while he gets kicked left, right and centre in games, um, we're hoping it's not too serious and he will feature in the Champions League game against Lens. Then obviously we've got Manchester City next Sunday in a big clash. But Mikel Arteta, he, in all seriousness, he probably should have taken Bakaya Saka off when we scored the third goal with Kai Havertz because you're 3-0 up, the game's done, it's dead and buried. Arsenal are cruising to three points. There's no need to keep Bukayo Saka on because, look, he was a doubt before this game. Mm. So was Rice. Um, so were a few other players. So if there's an opportunity to rest him, give him a breather, 20, 25 minutes, I think Mikulatet should be doing that. In my opinion, I don't think he should be waiting for him to get kicked left, right and centre and then him to think to himself, okay, maybe I should take Bukayo Saka off now. So that was the only negative I can think of. Would you Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I'm 100% on board with what you're saying. I think I, I was even uh, toying with the idea that I would have wanted uh, Saka to actually start on the bench and then we'll possibly see him come on after. I think, and maybe the same with Declan Rice and maybe even Saliba because Arteta said in his press conference yesterday that they hadn't actually been training this week. But Mikelateta is one. You should never believe what Mikelateta says when it comes to injuries. It, it's I can true. Tell you it, that. Even so, it, even so, it's like if they weren't actually training, or I, I say, I, I think it looks good though. It looks good. They yeah. look good though. Yeah, for, they did. For, for players that weren't supposedly yeah. training, yeah. I think Declan Rice had a good game. William mm. Sleeve, I think he had a foot injury. But in, what I'm trying to say is, look, if they've started the game and if they've played, look, Declan Rice, he decided to substitute. Yeah. yeah. Um, he brought on Jorginho for him. I just think when you're 3-0 up, Bukayo Saka is your biggest player, your most important player. There's an opportunity there to give him a breather because you've got games coming thick and fast. Mm, yeah, there's no need to really keep to to keep them on the pitch at that point in the game because you are, as you mentioned, cruising through this game. It, it is easy breezing. That, that's mm. that's what was happening for Arsenal and the fact that we didn't need to keep the likes of Saka on who supposedly hadn't been training all, all week. Mm. You you would expect that to happen a bit earlier and maybe around the 60th minute, maybe a little bit earlier even. And uh, yeah, I think he had an opportunity to take him off and he, obviously he, he waited a bit too long. Hopefully he is okay because we are going to need him in the Champions League and in uh, and against Man City, especially against Man City. So <laughs> I think for Man City, we just need our best players fit. We we really do. And the fact that that might be jeopardised because Arteta hadn't made a decision early enough, that does annoy me a little bit. But uh, as you mentioned, he gets kicked and walloped every single game, and he come he, and he comes out the back of it absolutely fine. He, you expect that he's probably going to start on the bench, and then and then you mm. see the starting lineup, and he's back on he's back in the starting eleven. Strong. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing that again next week, both games. Mm. Um, so finger, fingers crossed for that, anyway. But mm. I think maybe there maybe there should have been a chance that Arteta should have taken him off. Hopefully it isn't too bad. It, uh, I mean, it seemed like he, it was his ankle or something like that. I don't really know. But yeah, he does get battered and bruised every single time. Um, as I mentioned, and he comes out comes out of the back of it almost absolutely fine. You always see him limping. You're like, oh, no, no, he, he, 
he's going to be injured now. And then and then he gets up and he runs off. But then also today he, he he's had to go off because of it. Um, maybe the fact that he went off might have been a precautionary thing. He might have actually been okay, but Arteta's been like, okay, he's had a knock already. He 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 was a little bit of a doubt before the game. He's just been kicked again. Maybe it is time to take him off. So hopefully that is a precautionary thing. It didn't really seem it the way that he was kind of limping about. It almost seemed like he didn't he wasn't able to to press um Bournemouth's attack down at, at one point. He was limping towards the ball. So hopefully he is okay. Mm, yeah, we're hoping it's not nothing too serious. Um, we should hear more um, when Mikel Arteta faces the press. Um, I think any time now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he says about that. But he started off um, this route against Bournemouth with the header. Um, to be fair, it was an easy goal. Great play from Martin Odegaard. Great cross. Gabriel Jesus, unlucky not to score himself. Ball ricocheting off the crossbar. Mikel Saka is there to nod it into an empty net. But what I liked about this game is, look, we're getting a lot of penalties this yeah. season. I think I think it's the fifth penalty that we've got. Um, what, what, what with Kai Havertz scoring um, his goal, we're getting penalties in a lot of games. But what I like about it, we're sharing the load, mm. and we're not allowing the opponents to second guess us in a yeah. way. Say, for example, you know, we personally at times knew last season that Bukayo Saka. Nine times out of ten, if we had a penalty, he was going to take it. He was going to step up and take it. But this season, it's been Martin Odegaard taking penalties away from home. You go back to that game against Crystal Palace. Um, he scored that penalty there. Again, against Bournemouth today. Um, very nice penalty past Neto. But what I liked, uh, Charlie, that when we got the second penalty, yeah, I think who, who has the ball first? Is it? I think, I think Saka has the ball first. Saka has the ball first. Yeah, he passes yeah. it to Odegaard. Yeah, yeah. And Odegaard says no. Passes it to Kai yeah. Havertz. Like that. That's when you, when you talk about team ethic. When you talk about um, supporting a player that is right now having a tough time. Obviously, we spent a lot of money um, bringing Kai Havertz in from Chelsea, and there's a lot of expectation with the Arsenal fan base because they want to see him succeed, but it's not. Been, it's not been there for him so far in the in these opening months. So it's always good when there's a penalty, you're 2-0 up, to have an opportunity to score. And he's done it. He's done yeah. it. But what I liked about, about that goal is he puts the ball in the back of the net. You see all the players run over to Kai Havertz, Odegaard, uh, Declan Rice, Saliba, Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus. And then he runs over to the Arsenal fans, which I thought were fantastic again uh, yeah. today. Fantastic. They never stopped singing away from home. And you see the reception they gave Kai Havertz mm. after that goal. That That's what you want. That's what you want, no, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think with, with Havertz, it's like, uh, it seems like, Yes, he might not be doing amazing, but it seems like every single Arsenal fan absolutely loves him. And I quite like that, actually. And the, they were singing his uh, his chant um, uh, for you know, a good five minutes, just straight. Yeah, that's, that's the song, yeah. 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 I said, it's, it's a brilliant <laughs> song, you know that. It's a good, it is a good song. It is a good it's song. Shakira, isn't it? Waka yeah, Waka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing. So that that was good. You want him to score more goals just because you of do. that song. 
yeah, just because yeah, of yeah. that song. Oh, I imagine if it was against yeah, Chelsea yeah. as well, if he scores a goal, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, it, it shows the kind of togetherness of, of the team. It, it's like a, it almost shows that we're like a family almost. It's, we're so strong together. We're so tight knit. And I think that might be partially why Arsenal are doing so well. Don't get me wrong. We, we're obviously a very good team, but it also helps that everyone is so close together. We're so, we're almost, as I just mentioned, like a family. And yeah, it is really nice to see that Odegaard had a chance to get another penalty. Saka could have got his penalty, but no, let's give it to a guy that's struggling a little bit. Hmm. What people have been obviously calling 007 over the last uh, few days. And now... He he's got his goal. Hopefully, he can kind of that can build his confidence up. He can he can be a bit more kind of threatening in front of goal. Hopefully, get a few more as well. I think it'd be brilliant for him to to continue that scoring form. You never know. Maybe he'll take a few more penalties. But I, I like the fact that he's managed to to get on the score sheet finally for Arsenal in the Premier League and. Yeah, let's uh, fingers crossed that does actually kickstart a, a kind of a run of goals for Havertz. It would be brilliant to see that. And I mean, Havertz, he almost got a, a, an assist as well. It, he he does actually play quite well. He's, he played quite well today, I thought. It, um, I think it, it might have been Senesi when he, um, I think he blocked the cross to Havertz. It was going straight to, uh, uh, sorry, to Nketiah. It was going straight to him uh, from Havertz, but... Obviously, Senesi got in the way of that. I think it was Senesi anyway. But yeah, I, I, I'm going. I'm going off on the tangent. But you know, what I'm trying to say, Havers did actually play really well. I, I thought today there, there were possibly points where where he, he was the positioning might not have been amazing, or or he hadn't got passed to in the right moment. But as I'm as I, I think I mentioned it the other day, it, there are almost points in the game that I've seen previously as well where. Havertz is in a really good position. He just doesn't get past the ball. And maybe if we do see the Arsenal players passing it to Havertz a bit more in the positions that he gets in, fingers crossed that will kind of that that will be good for Arsenal. Hopefully that will be good for Havertz as well. And I, I do like the fact that we are, it's it's almost like a mystery the way that we are taking penalties with we don't know who's actually going to take it because it, even with the first penalty as well. Saka was the first person on the ball and then he passed it to Odegaard. Hmm. And I mean, I, I took Saka out of my FPL because I thought he was going to be injured. I played a free hit, but I took, I brought Odegaard in. So I'm glad that he got it. He got his penalty. But yeah, I, um, I do like the fact that we are doing that because it with keepers, I think what they do, they obviously study the players yeah. that are possibly going to be taking a penalty. And they'll obviously have to do that a lot more with, Arsenal now because we they don't know who's going to take it. Yeah, exactly, and that could be something good for Arsenal as well. Um, and I like the fact that it's being shared around because it then also means that all of the pressure is isn't on just one player like it was with Saka last season. Yes, he might have missed the penalty uh, against against West Ham, but he also scored the winning penalty against uh, Liverpool to win us the game when we won 3-2 at home. He also scored against uh, City. Two The two biggest games almost of the season, he's managed to get a penalty and score it. So that's obviously there. But I think now that Odegaard's taken the penalties, as you mentioned, it seemed like it's the away penalties that Odegaard's taken. 
I think that's brilliant. And maybe we'll even see someone else take a penalty. Who knows? But mm. uh, I do like the fact that it is almost like a mystery. Yeah, no, it is. I think it, it's a good way. It's a good way to basically um, not allow the opponent to basically think, look, if we get a penalty, you, more often than not, say, for example, you look at Manchester City, if they get a penalty in games, you know he's going to take it. It's going to be Erling Haaland. If Manchester United get a penalty, you know he's going to take it. It's Bruno Fernandes. But with Arsenal right now, if we get a penalty, you just don't know he's going to take mm-hmm. it. It's Martin Odegaard or is it Bakaya Saka. I think it's out of those two players. Yeah. I think with the Havertz situation, they've just been nice to him. Yeah. They've, they're 2-0 up and they thought this would be a nice thing to do. Okay. Fair play. It's, it's good leadership. It's good character. Um, with the players, so we applaud that. But yeah, I think it's, it's it's a good weapon to have in your armory when you're coming up against uh, teams in the bottom half, um, because they just don't know who's going to take that penalty. But no, nice for Havers to grab a goal, and hopefully it will now ease that burden uh, on him to yeah. basically get that first goal. He's got it out of the way, and hopefully we can see him performing still. A bit better. We still want to see him performing at a much higher level, um, because obviously we paid a lot of money. But I think for for, for, for for today, I think we just don't want to criticize Kai Havertz. We need to applaud him. We yeah. need to um, wish him the best, and we need to be happy that he scored. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Um, I want to speak about William Saliba and Gabriel, because these two players, oh. these two defenders, for me, I don't see any centre back partnership in Europe better than these two. Like honestly, like if if someone can make an argument to potentially pick two players, two defenders which are better as a partnership than Gabriel and William Saliba, I'm all for it. I'll debate it, I'll argue it. But honestly, you go back to last season, you go back to this season, they are fantastic together. Mm. And they are so good when they play away from home. Yeah. Away from home, they are the best. You look at Gabriel today. The, the challenges that he was making, the blocks that he was making, the interceptions. He was out of this world, William Saliba. I think it's it's before we grab that first goal, Bournemouth are in and William Saliba makes a brilliant challenge. And then we go down the other end and we get that penalty. Uh, not penalty, sorry, Bukaya Saka scores that yeah, goal yeah. with a header. But it all stems from William Saliba making a great interception, making a great challenge. Because if he doesn't, that scoreline could be switched. Yeah, it could be exactly. one 0 down instead of being one 0 up. But for me, these two, Charlie, like oh, they're so young. William Saliba done an interview yeah. as well with Telefoot earlier um, today, and he spoke about the fact that <laughs> a lot of people are still um, a bit like, should he have said that? I don't mind it. William Saliba basically came out and said that oh, if he was yeah. an injured, if he was an injured last season. Arsenal would have probably gone on to win the Premier League title. I like that. I like that. He knows how good he is, but he doesn't he doesn't do it in a way which is arrogant. Mm. If if you understand yeah. what I mean. He proves it on the pitch. Yeah. Every t- every time I see William Saliba play, nine times out of ten, William Saliba's on it. Mm. On it. And these two together as a duo, how good are they? Oh, uh, to be fair, I think it's Saliba. I don't, he's not wrong. He, he isn't wrong that he he's said not. that. Really, he's. Uh, he, I think we would have had a better chance um, with, with the run of games that we did have. But anyway, yeah, they're they're phenomenal. They they are so so good. And today was. Don't get me wrong. We didn't actually have much uh, coming against us, but when we did, 
it was what it was such a good performance from both of them. As you mentioned, there's blocks left, right, and center getting their bodies in the way of everything. And Saliba, some really, really good kind of kind of reactions and and uh recoveries that's that's the word i was looking for some fantastic recoveries from him they're both really good on the ball as well especially saliba he's so calm on the ball so cool so collected and everything he they are almost everything that you want in a kind of center-back duo saliba's he's quick as well he is so Mm. quick and Say there's like Harland running onto a ball. Saliba was so quick to to close yeah. him down. We saw it in the Community Shield, uh, and yeah, I think if both of them can stay fit for the for the entirety of the season, now that we're one point behind City, God, it could be a completely different story as to what happened last season. Ah, oh, I'm I'm get I'm getting too into it. I'm getting. But you know what? Like, you, you know what? Like. The funny thing is, and people need to, I think with Arsenal fans, the expectations are high this season. And rightly so. I think we've had a fantastic season last season, which we performed at such a great level. We just came up short, in my opinion, due to injuries, due to Manchester City um, doing well in the second half of the season. Obviously, they won the treble. So they must have been doing something right. (laughs) But the expectation for Arsenal fans is to basically challenge again this season, and I think they will challenge again. Yeah. Look, the games that we played, how many games have we played now? Seven Premier Seven, League games? Yeah. We've not lost no, in any of those five, games. Not, we've won five and drawn two. And if if you're being picky, we probably should have won every single one of those games. Exactly, exactly. We yeah. should have won probably every, every single one of those games. Mm-hmm. Fulham, they were down to 10 men. Definitely should have won that one. Yeah. And they scored from a corner right uh, towards the end. And, and the mistake at the start of the game. If we don't get those injuries last week against Tottenham, I think we win that game. Yes, if definitely. If Declan Rice is on the pitch, I think we win that game. So there needs to be a bit of... I don't, Flexibility I don't know. almost. Exactly. There needs to be like, look, there's seven games played. We've not lost a game. No, yeah, exactly. Season. We've not lost a game this season. Mm-hmm. And we're performing not our best. Now, don't not get yet. me wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not say, sitting here saying we're playing 10 out of 10 football every single week. We're blowing teams away. We're getting the job done. Mm-hmm. We're getting the job done. Even today against Bournemouth, I don't think we were at our best. No. Like, we, we could at, have scored a lot yeah, more. We could have scored more, but at times you were lacking a bit of control. Yeah, Bournemouth... Um, they were picking up, picking apart our midfield at times um, in the first half. But what I like about this Arsenal team, they're finding the formula on how to win games. Mm. That's the key aspect that you want from a potential yeah. title-winning side. And look, we're in a situation now. How how much hysteria was there last week, Charlie? When we how much points, sorry? Hysteria when we dropped points to Tottenham. Yeah, and everyone yeah. was talking about the fact that. Oh, the title's done. Arsenal are four points behind Manchester City. We've even said Arteta it's, out. <laughs> this, this, this gap is too much. Look, we're still in what? So we're not even in October. It's October yeah. tomorrow. We're in September. And Gary now Neville, we're one you know, point behind City. Now we're one point behind Manchester City, and we'll speak about that. But I, you know what? I agree with Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher. And you never see me agreeing with those two. But I have to agree mm. with one thing. 
Arsenal fans, they need to calm down. And I think Mikel Arteta said it yesterday as well. The team needs to calm down as well at home. Mm-hmm. They need to calm down at home, okay? Away from home, I think we're one of the best teams in Europe. At mm-hmm. home, I don't know what it is, but he said in his press conference yesterday, Arsenal at times need to be calm. <laughs> we're playing yeah. at such a ferocious pace, explosive pace, that we're conceding goals that we shouldn't be conceding. It's true. And if we can iron that out, there's so much Could be we can do this season. There's so much we can do this season. Because the formula's there. The formula's there. And I look at this title race, and I said that before, I think there's going to be three teams at the start of the season. There's going to be three teams that are involved in this title race. Manchester City, Arsenal, and Liverpool. I include Liverpool in that race because I think this is a different Liverpool side. I think they revamped their midfield. Um, they're much, they look much stronger. But Manchester City losing today against Wolves. Ooh. Nobody expected it. No, no. And look, say for example, we go next week, just before the international break, and pick up a good result against Manchester City, a game where I think we need to win to basically show Manchester City that, look, we can take this Premier League title off you. Mm. Yeah, imagine we do that. Imagine we do that. Mate, it'd be brilliant. Obviously, we'd go above them if we did do that. And but for mentally, psychologically. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we said it, I think we said it um, earlier this week. Hmm. The way to beat, the way to win the league, you have to beat your competitors to yeah. the, the challenge for this title. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that we have to win both of the games. One, we have to win one. at least one of them. We're, otherwise, if they beat us in both of them, or or at least, or draw and win, that's, that's at least four points that they got over us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, obviously last season, they, that that's six points over us. And that can be the difference. That can definitely be the difference in in Arsenal winning the league and Arsenal not winning the league. And at home, I, I, I think that we've got... A, I know that you mentioned about the fact that Arsenal don't seem to be as good at home as what we are away. But the Etihad just seems to be something different for Arsenal. I don't know, I don't know what it is. We just don't seem to play well there at all. Yeah. And... At the Emirates last e- last season, we even dominated that game. We we did dominate that game in terms of possession, in terms of in and terms of tweaked it. Pep, Pep tweaked in the second half, and it looked yeah. much better. But yeah, I agree. First, I mean, half, I Grealish even good. said at the end of the at the end of the game, he said Arsenal were better than us. He said, mm-hmm. and I completely agree with that. It's just that Man City were able to kind of capitalize on on it's a safe from Yasu mm-hmm. and from a couple of other chances. It's just that Arsenal weren't able to do that. Now that we're, to be fair, we are we are a better team than what we were last season. I think if we're able to play the way that we did, just as you mentioned, iron out those kinds of those crinkles in Arsenal's defence, or or the the fact that we are too kind of ferocious and and furious in our in our pace and the intensity in the way that we play, that could be that could be the difference between winning the game and not. And therefore, winning the title or not winning title, it is a huge game next season. It is massive, and the fact they don't have Rodri, the fact they don't have De Bruyne, De Bruyne always Gundogan. against us. Gundogan as well. Gundogan, I know. Yeah, he's. Sco- I think he yeah. scored against us, didn't he? Yeah. And De Bruyne every single time that he played his get against Arsenal, he has a goal contribution. I think he. I can't remember a time that he hasn't had a goal contribution against Arsenal. I really can't, and. The fact that he's not going to be there, oh, it could be massive. 
it could be massive. And and the way that Saliba and Gabriel kept Harlan Quart in that Community Shield, that that could be huge. It's the best time. It's yeah. the best time. This is probably the best time that we get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because definitely. injuries aside, look, we've had Declan Rice back. We've had Bakaya Saka back. Fingers crossed. His injury is not too serious. Trossard was on the bench um, for the game against Bournemouth. So that's the timely return. Martinelli, they're hoping that he will be back for their game against Manchester City. Thomas Partey has an outside chance to be Mm -hmm. back for that game against Manchester City. So if if things go right for Arsenal over the next seven days, they could have a fully fit squad to basically play in that game. Yeah, A fully fit squad. Against a yeah. Manchester City team, which you've just touched on, who would be without Kevin De Bruyne, Rodri, um, Gundogan. I know he's going to Barcelona, but you have to include him in that as well. Mm. Mm. It's an opportunity for Arsenal. Definitely. Massive opportunity. Mm. Yeah, they, they, they don't have Mahrez either. Sorry, go on. Yeah, to, to lay down a marker. Roy yeah. Mahrez, include him in that as well. I know he's not. He's, he's left, but you have to include him in that because these yeah. players have been... They've hurt us in the past. They've hurt us in the past. And they've been the difference with Manchester City picking up three points or one point or no points in these games against Arsenal. Mm. So if there's if 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 there's any time to play Manchester City for Manchester City for Arsenal, it's next weekend. It's next weekend. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I, I am. I, I always get really excited, but really nervous when we play City, especially it's a big last game. season. It's, a big it's game, of huge. Course, yeah. It's huge. So I get so excited. I get so into it. And, and last season, it was horrible. Coming out of both of those games with, with two losses, it was so kind of defeating. It was so draining. And I think that I feel I can just feel it this season. We ha- we've beaten them in the Community Shield. We, we've got over that kind of milestone of, of getting a win against Man City. Who says we can't do it again, especially with Man City having a weakened team, as we were just mentioning. It ah, oh, this could be this could be the year for Arsenal to beat Man City and then fingers crossed, go go that further step uh, than what the uh, to what we couldn't last season and clinch that title because as I mentioned, as you mentioned, it can be the it really can be the difference. I don't I, I think I don't think these kinds of games can can kind of be understated uh, and, uh, because they can have such massive impacts on the on the season as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we still will have to kind of overcome Liverpool and how well they're doing. They're on like an 18-game unbeaten streak or something like that at, at the moment. It's something like that. Um, they're still unbeaten in the season. They've got Tottenham to play. I, th- I think they've just kicked, kicked off or something. Yeah. I think they've just kicked yeah. off. Um, so to be fair, if that's a draw, that could be massive for Arsenal as well. Um, with both Tottenham and Liverpool dropping points, so fingers crossed that that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, don't get me wrong. Even if we do beat City, then we still have a long way to go, and we still will have uh, uh, Liverpool, as I just mentioned, to overcome. And you never know, maybe a couple of other teams. But it's looking good on the horizon. Let's just say that. Yeah, Matt in the comments going invincible isn't for everyone. <laughs> definitely, Matt. Definitely. I had some shouts from a few people saying that Manchester City, the next objective is to basically go the whole season unbeaten. I said, that's mm. never going to happen. Like, that's never going to happen. Like, calm yeah. yourself. Calm yourself. But no, it's nice to see Arsenal win this weekend. 
Manchester City lose, and we're gonna end it because Rancid he's he's put something in the comments. He wants me to basically say something. He says, Umar, please can you give a shout out to Mastermind Eric Ten Hag? The work he's doing at Manchester United, I love it. <laughs> it is good. It's good work. I think he's. He, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago. I think he's going to get sacked. You did say that, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. They're tenth now, I think, or something like that. I just, I, I just, I just don't understand what he's implemented since he's what? since he's come in. Yeah, to the job. Look, he's won the Carabao Cup. He got Manchester United the FA Cup final, but the philosophy, the footballing style. I, I, I can't see it I can't see it I don't mind it but I can't see it but look we've got, big, we've, we've got bigger fish to fry we're looking above we're not looking down so I've said it for Rancid because he, he's a good friend of the channel but we don't care about Manchester United we don't care about Chelsea we're looking up we're looking to Manchester City and the Liverpools of this world but we're going to wrap it up there uh, Charlie it's been a good chat it's nice to come away uh with the weekend, um, from the weekend, with a with a nice win, and we can put our feet up and then watch the Spurs. We're still pool game, uh, but yeah, much appreciated, my friend. Yeah, thank you for thank you for having me. Thanks to everyone watching, and yeah, it's it's a good day to be an Arsenal fan. I think. Yeah, Charlie's just basically messaged uh, me privately. He said, "If we beat Man City, he's going to be singing the Kai Havertz song." Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I did that. I did that. Yes, <laughs> nah, he hasn't. He hasn't. But you know what? If we do beat Manchester City and Kai Havertz does make a big impact in that game and does score against Manchester City, I'll sing it for Charlie. Oh, I'll there sing you go. It for Maybe I'll join in. Maybe. You've heard it first. But um, we're going to wrap it up there, folks. If you have enjoyed the show, um, make sure to drop a like, a comment. But yeah, enjoy your weekend um, because Arsenal have won 4 0 against Bournemouth. Uh, Manchester City have lost. Manchester United have lost. So put your feet up, um, watch the game mid uh, Liverpool and Tottenham and enjoy it. But yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, uh, drop a like, comment, subscribe and keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,